Welcome back to Three Count Life. This is episode six. I'm Maria. Joining me again, obviously, are my co-hosts, Chris and Kyle. How are you guys doing tonight? Doing good. Good, how are you? Fantastic. So, we had an interesting night of wrestling tonight because it's a normal Wednesday night where it would be a normal Dynamite and NXT, but they gave us a little extra. AEW decided to go with Fighter Fest Part 1, I guess we'll say. Uh, part 2 will be next week. And NXT gave us the Great American Bash. Part 1 as well. Part 1. So, let's talk about what we just saw and we'll start with fighter fest and i did pop in and out so i'll start with none other than i'm sure everyone can guess mjf and wardlow (laughs) lost to jurassic express but to clarify mjf is still undefeated because He is a singles competitor, and he did not get pinned or submitted. So I'm clearing the air on that. We can move on, Chris. (laughs) I agree with that, though. So just just want to throw that out there. No, it's true. I think think that MJF lost tonight in singles action when it comes to his wardrobe versus Jericho's Canada Day apparel. I think Jericho's... (laughs) Jericho's maple leaf jacket blew MJF's fucking pink robe out of the water. So, in my opinion, he has lost in singles action. MJF is, don't get me on my nerves, MJF is (laughs) what I would call a historic heel. Um, He has to have the ugliest fashion. He, He can't be, like, you know, the best dressed guy it just wasn't a thing back in the day he personifies an 80s type character so i i don't know i think you're wrong um who else who else wore a huge pink robe rick flair rick flair (laughs) rick flair yeah and they always had like feathers on them some well sometimes Mm -hmm. um but yeah he goes for that 80s heel style so i mean in 2020 you're right but where he was going with his character you're wrong um (laughs) but i do have a question for you guys oh actually on the spot you didn't know that was coming um do you think that he is going to eventually turn on wardlow or vice versa wardlow is going to be like hey dude i'm sick of your shit because i've seen this coming for a while I don't know which way it's going to go. I know there's going to be a turn. I don't think it's going to be this year. I, I, I don't see any reason why they should this year. They're doing mm-hmm. really well together. Um, just having Wardlow just have that weird, that you know, sm- smirk on his face while MJF is talking shit is just great. I, I don't know. Um, I don't think it's happening this year. But if I see it happening, I, I it can't be. I don't see how it can be Wardlow 
turning against MJF. I, 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 you know, MJF wants the heat. MJF is the heat guy. He's the, the massive heel. How, how are you going to portray that? Is that Wardlow becoming babyface by turning on MJF? Or oh, that, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just like yeah. fed up with his shit and, t- you know, that's enough and yeah. that's enough. I mean, it they could go be. that route, but they could go the route where Wardlow does – you know, doesn't accomplish what MJF wants and MJF has enough. And he's like, I'm not paying you anymore. So fuck off, you, you know. But, uh, but let me, before Kyle gives his opinion, let me interject and tell you, this is the second time, if I'm not wrong, and I'm sure that tomorrow, MJF Scarf will correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, I believe this is the second time that Wardlow has disappointed MJF. So that's 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 why I keep saying it. That's why yeah, that's why I brought it up because uh, I that's this is like what the second or third time this has actually happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's almost like you know, well, what like you know, what does MJF need him for anymore? He doesn't need him to wrestle. He needs him to just stand in the background, and have his back. If it's gonna yeah. go that route, so something Kyle, along those lines, yeah. Yes. What is what's your thoughts on that, or do you not? Or were you more invested in NXT the past two weeks? So I do have thoughts on that. And, you know, I always go fantastical. Um, you know, what I really, really want to see. Uh, I think if anyone turns, it will be Wardlow. And it's going to be middle of a scorched earth kind of scenario for um, MJF. As his world is essentially crashing down. And I think it's going to have something to do with Cody getting his, uh, what do they call that, revenge or whatever. Oh, he threw Cody in there, huh? Yeah, like I said, I always go crazy fantastical. But being realistic, I think MJF is going to dump him to the curb. He has to. It's going to happen eventually. But But I'd love love to see Wardlow go babyface on him and it be a part of Cody doing something. But probably not. Wardlow make a good babyface? There's only one way to find out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I haven't so. seen anything of him up until AEW. So Either. I, I don't know what he was. I don't even know where he was or what he was portrayed as previously. So I don't He's know. definitely surrounded by some some great new and, you know, um, old surrounded, talent. Yeah, surrounded yeah. by greats in the great business. Minds. So, yep. you know, they do a lot of work. You know, outside of obviously what we see on camera is one thing, but they do a lot of work, and uh, he's definitely in good hands. So it'd be interesting for sure. Ooh. Okay. Cody Rhodes, Cody Rhodes could call him a good hand like he did Sean Spears. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anything else anybody wants to add about Fighter Fest? Because that was. Actually, by chance, the only match I really caught had a lot of stuff to do. Honestly, in my opinion, that was the match of the night, including oh. the uh, tag title match. That was still, in my opinion, that first match was just just great. Every second of it was amazing. And I, I think it stole the night, in my opinion, the opener. Okay. All right. Well, I, I did catch some of um, Private Party and Santana and Ortiz, and I always said this. I mean, private party's great, and they did get the win. But I've always had a liking for Santana and Ortiz as a tag team. I think they really were good together. Oh, yeah. Um, 
No doubt about that. So I, I mystery is great, but I like the fact that they're giving Private Party this chance. They're going to fight yeah. next week for the te- or for the tag titles. They're going to uh, fight against Hangman and Omega next week. Um, I will say that as far as tag teams go, it's no secret that I think that AEW definitely has that area um, and, down and, a little better. Yeah, tag team. Yeah, they got it down. They got they got all the arsenal they need. I, I don't really see another tag team coming in that would even benefit them at this point because they have all that they need. And next week's next week's show is going to be ape shit with the tag matches. I think uh, there's going to be multiple tag matches, and I'm not talking like just two on two. There's going to be a six man tag. There's going to be an eight man tag. There's going to it's going to be well, a lot of tag matches next week. Well, next week's going to be interesting. But I have another question for you guys. So Hangman and Paige were thrown together as a tag team, right? Where, like, you have Santana Ortiz who came in as a tag team. They've been a tag team. And Private Party's been a tag team. So do you think the time is up for Hangman and Kenny to give up the... No. No, No, you think they're going to... Absolutely not. They're going to hold on to him for a little while longer. There's no reason that, that private party should take the tag titles off of him next week. Because uh, I think that I I personally think that Paige and Omega are terrific single superstars, and they're they both very over. So yeah. I think by private party having the tag titles, that will help give them a big push in the tag team division. Um, it would, but but they're not they're like you have well the way they've been plotting things is there's some kind of dissension there need there there's some kind of dissension that's starting to build between Hangman and Omega. Now it kind of you know went to the wayside um, when all this COVID shit started happening, but mm-hmm. and it, and they really haven't you know re-upped or built any more tension since then about it. Um, so I don't see why they would do something along those lines next week to where they would lose. I don't see private party beating them clean by any means. I would, I would have to see it done, you know, with hangman possibly turning. But like I said, that hasn't been built back up yet. Now it could just swerve us and come out of nowhere. Who knows? But cause it is considered, I guess this is like, um, a free pay-per-view in a sense. So, um, but I, I just, I don't see it. I don't see it next week. I see a good match. I see a win, a ma- uh, you know, them maintaining the belts and then probably whoever they face next, or if they start building up the dissension between them again, I could see something happening, but it ain't going to be next week. Okay. And Kyle? Again, I'm going to go fantastical here. I'm going to say they do win next week. Private party? Yeah, I think I think it's time for Hangman and Paige to get back into the singles mix. Okay, so you're pretty much on my side with that. Yeah, no, no. You guys are you guys are bored with them having? I'm not. Not not bored, and that's the thing. Like I think you've made some you made some great points. I'm not bored with it. I just think AEW is stacked with tag teams. Right. And. You have Omega and Hangman, who are incredible individual, and they are together. But some of these tag teams, we don't really know how they are individually. 
and the individual mix is kind of like you know the same stuff over and you, I, I, you got to get those guys back in the mix in my opinion Nick I think what they've been leading to nonstop is this whole um, young bucks FTR and hangman and uh, Omega you know this this whole bickering um, you know getting in each other's faces in between matches post-match um, you know squabbles and I feel like that's the big thing they're leading up to to make something crazy happen. So whenever that, I, I'm I'm assuming it's most likely going to be a triple threat match eventually. So um, you're you're or, thinking storyline wise, storyline they have to with those three, stay those, together. Those three. The next tag team champions will either be the Young Bucks or it'll be FTR. I don't see any younger talent getting them yet because why would you? Why would you? Why would they be presenting it this way, having all three of these teams, you know, face each other and go, go, go have they have these, you know, post and pre-match segments with them nonstop for weeks. They've been doing this. They haven't done anything with private party getting in hangman and Omega's face or anything. This, there's a bigger story leading up to something huge happening, whether it be hangman Omega dissension or a triple threat match between all three of them. Something bigger is going to happen, and I don't think it's going to be for Fighter Fest. I think it's going to be at the next, whatever the pay-per-view is. I think that's what they're leading up to, and they want to do it in front of a crowd, so they're milking this shit for all it's worth. Yeah. I, I do not see them taking the titles off of them until they can have that opportunity with those three tag teams in some scenario in front of a crowd to get that humongous pop and to give the crowd satisfaction of the match they've been waiting for forever, FTR versus the Young Bucks. And then throw in Hangman and Omega just for, you know, the added bonus of having the shock value of something happening between them. I, I don't see any crowds happening in 2020. So at some point, they're just going to have to do it. I don't, I don't see any, I'm just, I don't want to sound so negative, but I just, I don't see crowds occurring this year at all. I mean... I don't I'm see them occurring I'm in praying. the next 365 days. I don't see them occurring this time next year. I mean, I just, I just don't. I, I hate feeling that way. But, um, you know, it's kind of like the WrestleMania decision. You know, where they're like, do we do this in June or July or, you know, at, at some point that you know they just pulled the trigger. And, and they did the right thing because there's right. still no crowds. I, I think it would be insane. And awesome, like you could still have this triple threat craziness. Um, I don't know, but no, you, you made some awesome points. Well, even, really... even if it, even if it's not in front of a crowd, let's put it this way: the storyline they're leading to right now is between those three tag teams and not Private Party winning them out of a fluke victory or or you know some kind of mix up between Hangman and Omega right now. I just don't see it next week. Um, now, granted, I do love them both as singles competitors, but right now their tag run is making the belts more and more prestigious with the more wins that they accumulate. And just storyline-wise, that's the way it seems to me that it's going, and I feel like they, they want to milk it out and, and get everything get all that it's worth until um, – because everybody's been waiting for years for FTR versus Young Bucks. You know? And since they've been doing this thing with all three tag teams, I feel like they're, they're trying to do something – a bigger picture besides, you know, that. That's why I don't think they're dropping the title next week, and that's why I think they're holding on to them until something happens. And I think it has to deal with those three tag teams for sure. Okay. 
that's just the way I see it. You know, every week I watch it, it's the same kind of formula right now with, with that, with, you know, all of that happening with those tag teams every time. All right. Well, I guess we're going to have to go more on that next week and see what happens. Um, but you did make good points there. I'm not going to say you didn't. But I do want to talk a little bit about NXT. I didn't catch any of it. Um, Kyle, I think yeah. you covered that. And what stood out to you on Great American Bash Part 1? Yeah, well, it's not WCW Great American Bash. I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, no, definitely not. The, uh, the opening match was a fatal four-way with Tegan Knox, Candice LeRae, Mia Yim, and uh, Dakota Kai. That was a lot of fun. Uh, Tegan, and the, the winner is elimination fatal four-way. Tegan Knox is now the number one contender for the women's title, which I thought was pretty damn cool. You know, it went pretty quick, too. Um, but it overall, it was very kind of like hard-hitting. They all kind of teamed up on LeRae to get her out of there. Um and uh, she had an interesting promo in the back where she beat the hell out of Mia Yim. And they're going to compete again next week. Um, Rhea Ripley took on uh, Robert Stone and Aaliyah. And she tapped, she tapped both of them out with the same submission. That was pretty epic. At the same time? At the same. Dude, it was the coolest thing ever. I'm was, like, it that, was it that, that uh, cloverleaf leg yeah. that she does? Yeah, she did How it did on she both have of them. fucking both? She used her arms, one on each arm, and they both tapped out. It was the coolest thing. I'm like, this is badass. And we definitely got a text from Kyle that, hey, uh, Rhea Ripley is amazing. Um, yeah. yeah, you want me to share yeah. what else I said? <laughs> um, no. Okay. Well, I mean, it wasn't bad. It just... Uh, oh, it was bad. Uh, it's, it, it's not hard. It's hard not to love Rhea Ripley, like. That's not what she said. <laughs> well, I, I think I was just keeping it short and sweet. Like yeah. you, you, you were like, "Wow, she's really." I, good. I think I think she's stunning. So, and that's what I said. I didn't say anything terrible. No. Um, <laughs> and then the main event was you know Sasha and Io. They they had a lot of they gelled really well. Um, the last like I told you guys before we got on the last minute to minute and a half was just off the freaking rail. So. Uh, Bailey had their tag titles and she was ringside and uh, she threw one of the belts into Sasha so the ref would see it purposely, right? So she gets into a tug of war match with the ref, distracting him. She left her belt on the ring apron for Sasha to grab and Sasha went to reach for it. Uh, Asuka was on the other end. She came out from under the ring and uh, she blew the mist in Sasha's face. And soon after that, EO got the win. So that was. Uh, I thought that was pretty cool. I mean, it was a, a lot of wrestling, you know. They did do a pretty cool Keith Lee Keith Lee promo um, for his match with Adam Cole next week. But other than that, there was just there was a lot of matches, and those three really stole the show, in my opinion. Okay, and but we had talked earlier. There was no mention of what is my favorite thing going on in WWE right now, but there was. Any mention of the hacker? Not on NXT, oh, but NXT. there there was a flat out mention of it by Sasha Banks to Dolph Ziggler on Raw this week. Mm-hmm. Um, so Dolph uh, was kind of being a pain in the ass, you know, Dolph the way he is, and he was kind of being nagging and uh, 
Sasha pretty much said flat out, hey, you know, the, the hacker screwed you over, um, you know, and we're, we're not going to get into that kind of deal. So it was a flat out mention of, you know, a character or a story that everybody thought had been abandoned. So um, the fact that it's been so many weeks and uh, Sasha Banks reminded Dolph like, hey, dude, you you're really nobody because, you know, you got screwed over by a hacker. (laughs) Kind of tells me that I think it's coming back. Um, I never really thought it it was, it was dead. You know, I didn't know it was completely abandoned. uh, And this definitely revitalizes or rejuvenates. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but definitely rejuvenates the story. So um, the fact that it was just flat out brought up like that, no mention of it on NXT, but, yeah, that, that kind of makes sense. So I look for that to something will happen Friday night. I feel whether it's the flickering of the TV screen or they have a flat out like, you know, a segment where the hacker does their thing and says, like, the truth will come out or whatever. So and I think the truth will be something about Bailey and Sasha, to be 100 percent honest. Oh, interesting. I don't know the whole um, maybe, uh, maybe Kyle, Kyle, maybe you should watch Ms. and Mrs. for some clues on their right? show. Since, right? your, since your conspiracy theory is Maurice being the hacker. <laughs> maybe you should watch that show and then maybe they have something going on you don't know about there. Right? I, 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 uh, I tried watching that show. <laughs> I can't. Um, but no, I, I think it's, you know, it could, it, it's definitely a person. I think we can narrow it down to that. Um, I've always thought it was. It's not Rambling Rabbit. Oh man, that would be badass. Could you imagine Rambling it's, Rabbit behind the computers? Just <laughs> it should be. Um, but I I've always thought it's Maurice or AJ, and I always say AJ because everybody's like it's CM Punk, and I'm like no, it's not. It's not CM Punk. So you think but AJ I, as in AJ Lee? Yeah. Oh, that, I was thinking AJ Styles. <laughs> what the hell? AJ Styles would not. And I, I'm saying this in the most positive light of him. If he was the hacker, I would be shocked. I don't think he needs to play that role. I think he's done enough in his career that he doesn't need to go out as a hacker. <laughs> yeah, right. His, his Twitch channel's enough, I think. Well, his mixer, actually, I, I'm, I need to find out what's going on with that because I think Mixer's mixer dead. shut down. Shuts down oh, really? the end of, end of July, I think. Yeah, yeah they're uh, I don't know. Facebook gaming, which is... Ugh. So oh I would, and I'm sure probably both of you know this, that when I get when I would get stressed out or something, AJ used to be on Mixer every single night. Mm-hmm. And yeah. when I got stressed out or something, I would go literally just shut off the world and watch his Mixer. I don't know what the hell he's doing in the video games, but, you know, he talks about his life, his career, wrestling, and it was just something to relax me, and he hasn't been on in a while, and now that it's shutting down, like, I'm like, I need a source of AJ uh, he, entertainment. Uh, he, he'll, he'll go to Twitch, and, I mean, it's not even, to me, it's a no-brainer. He'll be on Twitch, and, um, you know, he'll just, his entire community will go over, and um, they'll, they'll probably partner him immediately. Like a lot of athletes oh, yeah. um, do that now when they retire or whatever. I mean, I see AJ doing streaming um, 
when he's done, when he hangs it up, because you can definitely tell he enjoys doing it. Um, I'd be, it'd obviously be a lot less rigorous and, um, it just be, you know, it's, it just seems to be something that athletes do nowadays. So yeah. um, he, he'll be on Mixer, not a doubt in my mind, or not Mixer, but Twitch. He'll be on Twitch. I mean, it's just, just being honest. I don't think anyone will be using Facebook gaming. <laughs> I didn't even know it was a thing, but apparently it exists. So I had no idea. Well, I do hope that oh. he's back on soon. I wanted to touch back on one topic from uh, Dynamite. They had mentioned that they are... Um, doing a fundraiser uh the covid relief and tony khan has donated one million dollars to it already wow so uh i know we t- we had touched upon it up on a previous episode but uh i wanted to bring that up God, somebody had t- somebody had tweeted saying i'm waiting for wwe to announce their own fundraiser just to, just because AEW did it but. <laughs> well i mean hopefully they will good and for... they took some they took some shots at wwe tonight too because I guess they, you know, they weren't too fond of WWE doing the Great American Bash at the same time. Because, I mean, the, the NXT didn't do anything, wasn't planning on doing anything until until they announced, you know, they knew Fighter Fest was going to be on TV and it was going to be a two-week event. And then they all of a sudden, oh, we got a Great American Bash coming out. Right, because so, NXT uh-huh. has always just done takeovers. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. They've never done a... They've never done a, a a TV, uh, TV special, I guess you could say, is what it's, mm-hmm. I don't know what it's called, but um, so the, the AEW was taking some shots at him tonight. Um, I know Cody Rhodes when he came out for his match against Hager, um, he had a T-shirt on that said "The Great American Cody" <laughs> on his T-shirt, <laughs> and uh, Taz during his promo tonight, he had mentioned uh, he had he had brought up WWE's uh, COVID testing. And how sloppy of a job they've done. He said, "We don't run a sloppy shop over here." So they they threw some shots at uh, WWE tonight. So I'm gonna go there right now, which I don't want to, but I'm gonna. <laughs> so do you think that this is going to be comparable at some point to? the Attitude Era of WCW versus WWF. No, absolutely not. Nowhere no. near. You don't no. think that this is like... I, I don't mean storyline-wise. I don't mean wrestling-wise. Because if you stop, if you think, if you look back... Absolutely the re- not. The wrestling yeah. was a little off back then. You know, it was, like it's not the caliber it is today. It's a totally different it's type not. of wrestling what I'm, style. What I'm talking about is the type of war. We have a lot of people who don't like to look at the ratings, and I myself don't because I'm just too old for that shit. But <laughs> you can't even compare that though. You can't compare the storylines. Totally different. 2020, new era, different storylines. You can't compare the wrestling. The wrestling I'm, here is far superior. You can't compare the ratings about, because the ratings the ratings are so far vastly different. The ratings We're talking th- hundred like tens of thousands versus millions. No, I'm not talking about as compare. I'm stick with what I'm saying. I'm talking about right. the war they had. Yep. I think Kyle caught on. I don't think you did. I think you well, took I'm, I'm it. Literal, what you, you said you, Mr. You, mentioned, you mentioned ratings. 
you mentioned ratings, and that's that's another thing that you cannot compare. You I, I think she she's course, talking about can't. ratings, but between the two shows, yeah, not not like how many. It's like you know when when Seinfeld debuted the series finale, there was eighteen. It scored an eighteen million, right? And it was like the twentieth highest watched show in that time, right? So nowadays, if something hits a million, that's a big deal. Right, because everybody's so, technology. So we're, we're not, yeah, we're not talking about. We're just talking about like between each other. Like I'm, I'm talking about the type of we're right. not talking about them going, they going had. You're not back talking about then. them like yeah. So just fighting between the two for TV supremacy. Right, yeah. like like but remember in, in their own way. Re- remember WCW would kind I mean, of spoil uh, Raw because Raw was taped. And remember, and that was like, so they were like, you know, basically like mankind won the belt. I'm going right, to give you a little history. And then what happened think, was they, what they did unintentionally was make WWF at the time, which is now WWE, get all the ratings for that show because people actually wanted to see that happen. So people flipped the channel after he said that, I believe, was it Tony Schiavone? Said it? Tony Schiavone, he said he that said up the butt and, and boom, the ratings went up. So what I'm that saying to you is the, the, the banter between the both shows, uh, like, live. It's if we're talking about it from that aspect, it's already there. It's already there. It's been that's there what since, I'm day since day but one. Since day one. But people there. don't want to admit that, right? We're like, we're are we on the same page with that? I'm not saying we're the people that don't want to admit that. I'm saying you we're in social we're deep in social media. We see what people say. People don't want to admit that there is a war. Who's the I people mean, that don't want to admit it? Cody literally took a hammer to the throne. I was about to say, and Triple H called it a pissing at company. So, I mean, no, there's I don't think anybody's denying that there's a uh, back there's, and there's, forth. Yeah, well, there's shit talking between everything. Yeah. Well, I see a lot, and I see some people who are kind of in denial, and that's okay, too, because I don't judge anybody. If you don't, I, I don't want anybody for their opinions. I'm, you know, everybody knows me. I'm full of positivity. Um, but... It's okay if you don't think it's a war, but I think that that might spice things up a little bit, regardless if both companies are just having fun with it. Like for the fans, though, that would give us a little, yeah, a little I don't, I don't, more entertainment. You're never going to see one company trying to kill the other anymore. And no. if any company were to do that, it would be WWE. You know, it would be Vince McMahon. It wouldn't be Vince WWE. McMahon. Because yep. with competition, everything's better. Like right, right. Um, you know, but WWE has has had some just awful shows. We know this. You know, I'm not going to sit here and beat that horse, but they they're also doing a lot of interesting things again, and every bit of it has to do with the existence of AEW. Yeah, I want to see. I want to see WWE pick it up, and I want to see them not. Out, they don't need to outdo each other. We're in a completely different time era, like you said, Chris. But they don't need to outdo each other. But it could make for really good TV. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, it will. Give it and to, to me. Kyle's point, to, to Kyle's point, uh, I, I, I think that Triple H um, with the NXT brand actually welcomes the competition. Of course. And he, per- and he personally wants the competition. Because he, he thrives off of it. You can tell. Right. Like, let's have fun it. with exactly. it type But deal. Vince McMahon 
Vince McMahon, somewhere along the lines, after he beat WCW, he is like, I don't want any more competition. I'm going to kill everything. I'm going to buy everything out. I don't, I don't care. I, I, I just want to kill everything, and we'll have our own individual different brands and have our own competition, competition between everybody within our, within, within our entity. So, so there's there's a, there's a, a fault line there between him and Triple H. I think Triple H thrives on the competition. I think Vince McMahon truly does want to kill every competition standing in front of him and be the the, the monopoly conglomerate once again. Okay. All right. Well, is there anything else anyone wanted to add in about wrestling this week before we move on to other topics? No, I just I feel that uh, I think the hacker is coming back, if not this week, next week. Okay. Um, but as far as wrestling goes, like Chris said, too, AEW is very wrestling heavy. I thought the uh, the wrestlers did a really good job. I mean, the matches were pretty entertaining. So the matches were very tonight. Like I, I I'm assuming on both shows. I didn't watch NXT, but from what you were talking about, I'm pretty sure the both the ma- both the shows were very match intensive. Yep. There wasn't a hell of a lot of promos or, or segments or there was a lot of vignettes for the matches for next week on AEW, but there wasn't a lot of like storyline um, in between match segments that kind of push storylines along because everything's already set. You know, everything's already set for the next two weeks, so they really didn't have to do that. So they focused on the intensity of the matches tonight. So that's why yep. there's not too much to talk about, but at the same time, it, it was still a great show. Okay, and next week's probably going to be another two great shows. Yeah, very very similar, probably. Very similar kind of, like, layout. And then, like, you know, then, then the fallout will be fun to talk and speculate about. Yeah, and we'll see next week what's going to happen. For sure. Sure. But I do want to tell you that there's something that happened to me that I didn't know could possibly even <laughs> happen. And that is that my Instagram account was restricted. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I didn't know it could happen either. I had no idea. So I couldn't so I went and unfollowed maybe five to ten people. I figure let me get rid of some trash, I guess, on my uh Instagram. Not trash, but definitely if you don't follow Trim me. Trim the fat. Right. If you don't follow me or you follow me to unfollow me, I'm going to unfollow you if I catch it. Um so my friends, like, unfollow people on Instagram. Why are you so many? Why are you following all these, you know, people you don't even talk to? Okay. And I I started, and I got to, like, five or six, maybe. And then I can't unfollow anybody anymore. And I'm like, okay, like, it's kind of the same thing on Twitter. I just think you have higher numbers. Like, I've reached my follow limit at some point. And, uh... And then I can't. Is it really just five or six, though? It was, I swear, like five or six people. I mean, maybe 10, but I don't even think it got to 10. Um, And then I went and tried to like a post. And it was like, you know, and my friend just had a baby. I want to like this post. (laughs) Like, I want to show my support. And it's like, uh, this has been restricted. Please let us know if we're wrong. And I'm like, what? So uh, this Did went you on. Them that they're wrong? Yeah, I said I clicked the button. They said thank you. you know, nothing happened. So uh, I could post in my story, but I can't. And I can DM, but I can't do anything else. I can't follow anybody. I can't follow anybody else. Unfollow anybody else. I'm stuck with these people I don't want. Uh, so I have a branded account because when I did the Papa John's, 
so I switched over to my business account and they're like, you know, kind of like you need to post a picture to prove like basically you're a human. <laughs> so I had to just post something and now I'm back to normal, which I found was very, very weird. So I you unfollowed five people on your personal. Maybe you six. Okay, then you got restricted. So then you had to switch to your branded account to prove that you're a human. Well, I didn't know. To unrestrict yourself <laughs> from your personal account? So my branded account <laughs> is kind of, it's still my personal account. It's just when I switch to that, I can see my analytics. You understand? Yeah. So it's still my personal account. So when I went on there, I still couldn't like anything. I still couldn't follow anybody. I still couldn't unfollow, unfollow anybody. But they kind of gave you hints, like, you know, like you're a bot bitch you know like you know you unfollowed too many people too quick so I had to post a picture to prove that I'm human basically and it works it works let me ask you a question have you ever been uh, suspended or restricted on Twitter no the only thing I did was when I when I posted on Twitter about the dating app that I'm an ambassador for, which is for wrestling fans and sports fans, which I'll get into. Um, I I had, a, as much as people were shitting on it, I had like 300 followers that day. So I started following back certain people and I reached the limit. But then after like 20 minutes, I was able to go back and follow more people. So that's the only restriction I've ever had on Twitter. Um, I've never, I've never been suspended. I've never been reported or anything. I don't know how because people hate me on there. So, um, but I guess they don't hate me that much. Uh, thank you. And <laughs> yeah, so I do have to talk about DraftMate dating app. Um, my link should be dropping soon. And I did a poll and I think. 200 and something people voted yes for the majority that it's a good idea. Um, I mean, it's worth a shot, I would think, to try and if you haven't gotten anywhere anywhere else, <laughs> I'm going to ask, you know, obviously about our experiences on dating apps, if anybody's been on them. Um it might be nice to kind of connect with someone and it goes, I did, let's go back to when I said like, would you go on a date with someone to a wrestling show? Majority of people thought that was a badass idea. Well, guess what? This is a great way to meet those people in your area to go on those dates to that wrestling show. And so draft mate, when I get my code, I will link it out on my Instagram and my Twitter, which is M-A-R-E-E-A underscore Rose, R-O-S-E, on both. And um, I'm sure you guys will help me. So if you want to plug your Instagram or Twitter accounts, you can. Chris? Uh, let's see. Twitter. Twitter is at Chris Sinister 86 Let's see. H R I S S I N I S T R eighty six, and I think against is the same. I'm not sure though. <laughs> but you know, we'll be for real. You you do you handle the three count life Instagram, so mm-hmm. 
at Three Count Life, you could find Chris too. Kyle. Yes. Do you want to plug your <laughs> Twitter? Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd love to meet new friends. So okay. follow Kyle at. I am using two because I haven't decided on which one I want to unify with. So on Twitter, I'm at KyleDC37. And 37 was my number in sports. And on Instagram, I am the underscore KDC37. Okay. So there's that. And then um, Kyle, I'm sure, will at least give DraftMate a try. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm always up for... And you don't have to... And let me make this clear, because, you know, you said you have your sport number, so you're into sports. Let me make this clear. You don't have to sign up and be just a wrestling fan. You can, like football baseball soccer whatever you want and you can sign up under that for all i care just use my link that's all i'm saying you don't have to meet other wrestling fans if you don't want to i think it's a good idea because a lot of wrestling fans struggle to meet other wrestling fans and we get made fun of a lot in real life at least i did growing up yes i couldn't give a shit less but you know Try it. What do you got to lose? Um, I'm all over it. Yeah. And the record. Thank you. And I actually have, I did sign up for a dating app to just kind of see what was out there as far as, um, I guess, sports and wrestling fans go. And I'm pleasantly, surpri- pleasantly surprised to find <laughs> that there are so many people who like wrestling that are not on Twitter. So the toxicity that sometimes comes along with Twitter, um, you can find people who are on a possible DraftMate app who aren't on Twitter. So and I'm sure the majority of people that are single are on dating apps nowadays anyway. It is 2020. So why not just why what? not join a dating app that already coincides with your interests? Exactly. You know, like you can get from, okay, I like wrestling to your types of music. Yeah, you're not just going to talk about wrestling. This is just the icebreaker. Yeah. Right. Right. It's really cool because, you know, like you've pointed out before and like Chris just said, I mean, it it lays that out immediately. You know what I mean? So you immediately have interests outside of um, what you allegedly put on your profile. Yeah, right. it, sets exactly. the, it sets the foundation for a conversation starter from the get-go to where you don't right. have to just be like, hey, so, hi. It's a really cool idea. I mean, yeah. really cool idea. So. And I I'll, actually, I'll yeah, I went on with the intent, like, in my profile was, you know, wrestling. Like, I like wrestling. So my intent was to see who else liked wrestling. But... You know, I found a lot of people that also were very into sports. Like, well, you know, we're we're in America, USA, so it's a lot of football fans, you know. So uh, they'd have that in their profile, like Giants and Jets and all that stuff. And so that'd be good for them, too. I didn't keep my profile off very long. I wasn't that interested. Like, you know, like there were... interesting people on there of course but to take it to the next level no 
Did you, find, um, did you let me ask you this? Did you find a lot of local ish people to you, or did you find people all over the country? Do they have some kind of radius barrier? No, I, like you find people local to you. Um, but for me, you know, like for me, since I'm I live down south Jersey, <laughs> but I'm from North Jersey, I could set it. You could set it a hundred miles, you know. Yeah, you so okay. You can set a radius. Okay. Yeah, uh, but that, just well, for people to know that that's there as well, so that's good. But why would I want to go? You know, like I can go all the way up to Brooklyn, but you know, I don't. I don't want to go. Have to go to my dad's house to go on a date. Not that I did. Not no, that I would. I, I didn't. Make sure that app, <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that app had the capability to set radiuses, so you're not talking to people all over the country and then starting these long distance relationships that are, you know, you gotta fly to see somebody. I wanted to make no, sure I had I, that capability. I don't so the thing is I'm not on draft mate. I won't be joining. Um I'm okay where I'm at right now. I'm not joining any dating app, but I will promote them. I like I said, there was very interesting people on there. Um and I don't see draft mate being any different. Um I had my friend try it out. He said it was pretty cool. Um I don't know. I, I don't really have a story to come out of it because nothing happened. Um, Do you have any dating app stories? I have no dating app stories. I shut it down within two weeks. I'm okay where I'm at, being alone. Um, but Chris, did you ever try one? Did anything ever happen? Yeah. Um Tell us. Uh, so I mean, I've 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 been on dating apps. I've went on Tinder at one time. Uh, I was on there for I don't know, half a year probably, something like that, and just went on a few dates. Um, found a couple of uh, not long term, but a couple of uh, I guess you could say two two to four month, you know, flings, I guess you could say. And then one random time, uh, I just met someone on there and hit it off. And I mean, now, now we've been together five, five, five plus years now, and we are currently engaged and we're getting married later this year. So, I mean, it does work. <laughs> it can work. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. Um, you just have to be in the app for the right reasons. Um, so, I mean, you just have to go in with the right intentions. Now, I know there's tons of people on there that's just, you know, on there for... Fuck boys. Yeah, just simple mm-hmm. satisfactions. But, <laughs> I mean, you both both parties have to be in the right minds, frame of mind and have the right intentions going in it. So. Okay, so you had actually... <laughs> that positive experience that a lot of people don't get. Like, I think a lot of people are used to getting on there and then being ghosted basically, but you had the opposite. I wouldn't say I was never, I was never ghosted. No, No, because I did some ghosting, but I was never ghosted. (laughs) Okay. Asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Jesus. But I'm glad that I mean, you found love at the end of it. It was so, you know, you, you ghosted the right people if you found yep. 
your person. But yep. <laughs> so good for you. Congratulations. And if we're able to travel and be in groups, I'm expecting an invite to the wedding. And that's all I'm going to say there. So <laughs> we'll moral of the story. We will move on to Kyle, who I'm sure has outrageous stories. Hang on. Moral of the story. If you don't really know, ghost that hoe. That's hysterical. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I wish I had that advice before. <laughs> really, Chris? Yeah. If you don't really know what? If you if like you don't really know for sure that this is the one, ghost that hoe. Or if you don't really know that this one is who they say they are and you end up sitting yeah. at a bar talking to Chicago Bears football with a chick <clears throat> who's actually a dude. Um, yeah, that that's a thing. Um, it was fun okay, so, to talk football. So but I I know off off the podcast we've talked about <laughs> some some of your great dating app moments. But I want to hear the best of. I want to hear the greatest hits. I want to hear at least your top two or three dating moments from you. Well, so, so that that was one, right? So if I'd have had your advice, because I, I had that that weird feeling like this, you know, I don't know. This person's kind of weird, but I want to meet this person because I'm weird as hell and I like meeting other weird people. So, yes, I agree uh, we, on that. Yeah, we meet at a freaking B-dubs, right? B-W-3s. You don't know what B-dubs is, Buffalo Wild Wings. Buffalo Wild Wings. And, which is, you know, that, that's a normal thing. And it's during football season. And it was, um, I think it was, yeah, it was a Saturday night. So it was college football was playing. Um, so I get there and I meet this person. And I'm like, oh, yeah, there she is. She... Using that loosely, it wasn't a she, um, which is fine. <laughs> yeah. No. I, so I get there, and um, you know, you got a little five o'clock shadow going on. I'm like, yeah, you're a dude. You know, this is um, it's kind of bad. So. So were you saying you're a catfish? Was this, was this person? Wait, was this person trans? No. Just didn't yeah. Tell yeah. You, they, no, they 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 were trans. Okay. Um, they just which, didn't which, tell you. Which is fine. I get it. Yeah, no, they didn't tell me. So, but we did it's share fine. beers. It's fine, talk. but not, not, I mean, it's fine to be trans. It's not right. fine to, it's not fine to catfish somebody. Right, I mean, you, you, you know. right, I mean, that, that, that's a hell of a surprise, right? So, um, it was fun to talk Bears football for about a half hour and share, you know, have a beer, and then I got the fuck out. Um, so that, that was terrible. That was tender. I mean, they didn't even shave the date. <laughs> no, they did, but they didn't touch up. You know, so, um, you know, so that, that was, that was ridiculous, but, um, then I had the one, this was not Tinder, I'm trying to think of the other app, what was it called, Zoosk, Zoosk, whatever, Z-O-O-S-K, Zoosk. Never heard which, of that one or been on which, that one. Which they say, and if you look at it, that's one where, like, people want to actually, like, find a, a relationship. Right. Like somebody they're going to want to. It's people who tend to have jobs and, you know, not be total <laughs> fuckwads where Tinder, you don't know what, like, 
Tinder is it's a mobile shit show. Like you don't know what you're getting yourself into. But you go on Zeus and everybody's whatever. I don't even know where I'm going with that. But so that that's the person who at the end of the date I took her back home. She pulled out a knife and asked for all my money in my wallet. So oh my god, that I was like, well, she so got robbed. Yeah, the dinner shit wasn't done. Wait, 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 wait. You went, took her out to eat, paid paid for her meal, brought her back to your house, and then she. Oh, okay. I I thought she robbed you. (laughs) Your own own property. (laughs) (laughs) So okay, so you went to drop her off at her house, or you went, you were going to get down and hang out at her house or whatever. Yeah. And 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 you were in the and y'all were in the car, uh, and then you pulled up at her house, and then she pulled a knife on you in the car, or were you already out the vehicle? No, we were in the car. <laughs> so, so, so um, you're getting it, robbed in your own car. After yeah. The date. But because, like, I, I'm so like, <laughs> like, I, I'm at a point in my life, and I, at this point, I was at a point where I just, I was like, you know, this is really stupid. But you know, I don't have a whole lot in here, so here's the twenty bucks or whatever that I have, and I'm just gonna call it a night. <laughs> like, I never want to see this person again. <laughs> So, the, so, wait, the re- so wait, I think the she, reason why was 20 bucks. that's all I had, like I told her, I said, did. listen, you know, you got a knife, right? Um, I said, this, this could get real crazy. Um, and I'll, I'll take a few cuts, but I will disarm you. Um, you know, but here's 20 bucks. You're not getting any of my cards. You can fuck off with that. So, um, so I had this habit of in my car underneath where the got the touch screen thing underneath where that is for the radio and all that crap is this area that's made for like your phone and your wallet and all your all your shit right so i just sat all my stuff there and i have i use one of those ridge wallets so mm-hmm. and i hardly ever carry cash um but i usually do cash when i do dates um i'm not sure why something i do and so the cash goes into like the money if you've seen a ridge wallet those you know thin profile wallets that are carbon fiber and all that crap so there's a money clip so it's sitting there and i had it like money clip up so she obviously saw i had cash and and it wasn't like it was like i mean it was like a little i mean it would have sucked it was like a buck knife that she was able to you know get the blade out pretty quick but i'm like come on like yeah you know and it was it was fall, so I had a hoodie on. I was like, "Yeah, you'll probably draw some blood, but I mean, like, I will." <laughs> Here's twenty bucks. I never want to see you again. So. And that was she was cool with that. She left. Yeah, I pretty much told her. I said, "Just just take my cash and get out of here." Damn. Yeah. So she's probably yeah. Who knows? But that that was kind of look back. <laughs> I was driving home. I'm like, man, that didn't just happen, but it did. Um. So yeah, that was on the way home thinking, man, I should have I should have kept talking to that trans woman. <laughs> yeah. So I'm on the way home and I'm like, dude, that was so fucking hot. No, I'm just kidding. Um Yeah, so that that was that was ridiculous. Um then I talked to a girl who was on Tinder again and she seemed really like down to earth. These aren't top I I I'll I'll compile well, being robbed was is in my top three. That was insane. Um, and you this got one, robbed. You got robbed from somebody that was on Zeus or whatever. That, that yeah, the, the yeah, you know, the, you, you, the, you the, the the higher up uppity people, the ones that have jobs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> so, you you found the career criminal. Yeah, she she was. Uh, I don't I don't know. Oh um, 
Okay. And what next? So this other one, I got. It got to a point where we exchanged phone numbers. I gave her mine, and like a dumbass, I waited for a text. You know, like 20 minutes go by, there's no text, but I get a Tinder notification. And I'm like, why didn't you just text me? And she's like, oh, yeah, uh, here's my number. Text me. What the <laughs> hell? She gives me this what? number, and I end up talking to some guy named Ian for about a half hour. <laughs> and we almost we almost made plans to go golfing the next day. It was crazy. He's like, bro, I'm so sorry that happened to you, man. <laughs> like, so like it was just a feel- random number? Yeah, she, she just gave, gave a number, and some dude named Ian, and we, we had a really nice conversation. He felt really bad for me, so um, we had a good conversation. And I was like, you sound like a good dude, Ian. I mean, we should hang out sometime. <laughs> you okay. know, so. Dude, I mean, it, it's, it's so you it, ended up getting a date after all. Yeah, I mean, just some, you know, I mean, I'm always down to like make a new friend. I don't care the. You know, so to me, dating apps have been just an absolute clusterfuck. So you're absolutely willing to try draft mate? You're oh, saying? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. All right. I, I, what, I, what more? I will never not point? try. Yeah, we have what more can happen. <laughs> Possibly outside of like. What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> taking my my tires off my car. I mean, there really isn't much left that I could experience on a date. God damn! I mean, I don't. I don't know. That's crazy to me. You can meet uh, the the love of your life, Kyle, and she's going to be a 49ers fan. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I need to know why, like, for me personally, like, I like the 49ers. My grandpa likes the 49ers, something people didn't know. Um, Why do you hate them? I don't hate the 49ers. I hate the the fans fans of the 49ers. You hate the, why? Because they're idiots. They're so, like, fair weather and delusional. Yeah, they're, they're like the Seahawks fans before Seahawks fans were Seahawks fans. You know what I'm saying? Like, or before the Carolina Panthers had those several years in a row where they were, you know, legit contenders. And then all of a sudden they had all these fans. Uh, 49ers fans are that way. Like, And we, so, so just so people know, we, Draft Mate was in the works before we even started podcasting and Kyle knew and we were talking and he's like, as long as I don't meet a 49er fan, like this is how this came up. And I can't understand. I do have friends that would sit at the bar that like, there was a group of people that were 49ers fans. It never bothered me. I always thought I'm going to get a lot of shit for it right now, but I always thought Cowboys fans were the worst when I bargained they, it. <laughs> they, they are the they are the number two worst for sure. Um, but I don't. You just have this hatred towards them. Not, 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 and it's not all of them. Don't get me wrong. I, I actually one of my good friends is a, is a Niners fan, so it's not all of them. But I do give them shit. I just they're, they're incredibly fair weather. You ask them to name five players on the roster, they they can't do it. You know, they, oh. they can't do it and they, they can't get out of the, uh, you know, the Jerry Rice era. You know, it's like they're like, yeah, you know, I can't name five players. But do you remember that San Diego, San Francisco Super Bowl? It's like, yeah, I do. Um, I, you know, what's the point? Like, move on get over it. <laughs> um, but it's just like so, you know, I have a I have a daughter. She's almost 11 and I will never 
I will not take her to an NFL stadium for a game until she's an adult because it's like the lowest of the low uh, for humanity. And I've been to 15 different NFL stadiums. And one of them, I did go to a San Francisco game. I, I, I thought, I mean, these people are just, they're just idiots. They're like fighting each other, not the other team's fans. Okay. They're fighting each other. And I'm like, why? You know, you go to, now, I would probably take my kid to Soldier Field where the Bears play just because, and, you know, I could be totally biased, but the Bears stadium is very, they want you to bring your kids, right? Whereas locally, So it's family friendly. Yes. The Cincinnati Bengals stadium, they want you to leave your kids at home. Okay. Which you should because it's Cincinnati fucking natty anyway and it's just like no kid should be subjected to that piss hole um but yeah they 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 do not really advert they advertise like um you know training camp that they open up is really for the kids but like no a game is not for the kids um you you will witness felonies at a Bengals game um you know it just uh, when, when i was in san francisco it was just it was just horrible and the, the way they talk, and I was like wearing, I got a San Francisco t-shirt so I didn't get murdered in the parking lot. And even <laughs> then, I, I had, yeah, I had, I... They're, they're just incredibly, I can't stand fair weather fans. Like the last 10 years as a Bears fan has been, I mean, I cry myself to sleep every night in the fall. So, but, but I'm hanging in, you know what I mean? Got it. It's a, it's a strange just and I just I just tease them because you know they they've always had like stacked rosters and they can't get the job done. Yeah, I mean this goes. I mean you've been saying this for months on end that you despise, <laughs> and I thought it was the team. No, no I don't mind the, the team. Fans. No, 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 and and it's not all the fans either. I mean you look at like you know enough. I'm I'm a big like I love history of football you know like you mentioned in the u.s right football is a big deal yeah um college football is is amazing um but i'm actually like even even today i'm still very much into the nfl just because the the actual game itself is still a beautiful thing and i'm not a huge team sports guy um there's two team sports i like and football is one of them and i just i get so into it and as far as, like, teams go, the Niners have had just some of the greatest teams and players in the history of that sport, so. All right, fair enough. Yeah. But it's like, I mean, Seahawks fans, I think, are the number one, just biggest pains in the asses. You th- wait, ho- wait, I thought, wait. It, I thought, it, was I thought it was 49ers. No, I said 49ers is number five. They're in the top five. The number got- one is Seattle, period. Wait. We wanted to know about your number one. Oh, <laughs> well, I mean, we can say so. I don't care. Um, I thought 49ers was the number one. Yeah, I did too, yeah. because you were always hating on them for a while well, now. Yeah. Well, there was a reason for that. <laughs> and, uh, all this, and, and now I'm followed by 49ers stuff on social media, too. And it's like, get away from me. Okay, that's interesting. Um, I like the Giants. From North Jersey, I worked a minute away from MetLife, so big whoop there. I don't know. When Odell got traded, I was upset. 
that's it. You know, sometimes you would see them at Starbucks, and I had no fucking clue who they were. (laughs) That's about as far as my NFL stories go. Never been to a game. How do you – well, Kyle, how do you feel about Cam Newton getting signed to a one-year deal with the Patriots? I think it should have been illegal for Bill Belichick to be allowed to have Cam Newton on his team because – so I wanted the Bears to pick him up. And um, I – Wait, 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 Kyle. What are you talking about? Because the Patriots have always had Cams on their side. (laughs) Wow, Chris. That – I didn't know that. I didn't know you were going to dad joke me, but um, <laughs> th- this Maria like totally checked out. Her yeah. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> they're no, they're no. notorious cheaters, and they they've got they've gotten caught for having like cameras on their on their sidelines, like trying to get the other team, like the team on the other side of the fields, like whatever. So they they've been caught for cheating and having cameras, and they just signed a, the quarterback. The quarterback's name is Cam Newton. And I know I saw, Newton. Yeah, and I saw a meme. I saw a meme earlier today or yesterday that said that exact thing is like, uh, it's like, why is everybody up in arms? The Patriots have uh, the Patriots have always had cams on their side or whatever. Wow. See, I was I was about to go into this deep analysis on Cam Newton. So good thing you <laughs> cut me off. <laughs> I I I think it's just real quick though. I think like I said, it, there should have been like a rule where Belichick could not have Cam Newton because I'm telling you right now, I think, I, I, I think the Patriots are going to be just as dangerous, if not more so now with Cam. I, I really do. Cam under Bel- Bill Belichick's tutelage yeah. is going to be a sight to behold. He's already got the tools. Yeah. He just doesn't know how to use them yet. Yeah. Cause but Ron we- Rivera was an idiot. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I, I I personally that's I'm really excited about that. I can't wait. They're, to see. I've always been a fan of Cam Newton because he's always he's always been in the same division as my Saints. So you know the Panthers and stuff. So I was just like, okay, this this could really be something special, you know, going yep. there. So no, I was excited, but I did I did want the Bears to pick him up. I thought I thought again, I'm like when 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 this all started, I'm like why. Are the Bears not saying Cam? Come on, like he would have what what he what he brings to a locker room, what he brings to veteran players respect him, young players respect him, you know people of his age and draft class respect him. He immediately has credibility, right? So um, yep. you add that into a team like the Patriots. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, they're going thirteen and three. Period. They, I mean, good. You know, if if you good luck, Patriots haters, because you're going to be pissed off again this year. Period. Like, there's just no way around it. And Cam could beat the Giants in the Super Bowl. Tom Brady could never get that done. Well, that's my football spiel. Oh, sorry, you got me going. <laughs> yeah, dating app. So I will, I will do my top three. Robbery is one of them. But I do have two more. I'm, I'm trying to put them together. I will not have it done. Tonight, so wait, the tra- I, wait, the trans, trans wasn't even in your top three. No, God, no. Jesus Christ, Kyle. Being catfished wasn't in your top three. <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't say really catfished completely, um, because it was in the process of becoming a woman. So it wasn't the other way. 
Okay. Like, you know what he, I mean? I'm just going to politically correct you and say he was in the process of becoming a Yeah. Woman. I mean, I didn't mean it that way. but I know he's in it. I just, Sometimes it slips I, out, and yeah, that's I what Korea is here for. Yeah, I just oh, I just God. talk, and if people have a problem with it, they can fuck right off. Like I'm dead. I'm 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 muting myself until I I gotta hear the rest of Kyle's story. I can't even I can't even I can't even go on. Listen, I, I don't I don't. Yeah, you're right. I didn't oh, mean anything God. by that. For God's sake, if I just killed yeah. the show, I apologize. No, we know. So, and I hope. We, but at the end half, of the day, it's like half captures. <clears throat> He was in the process of going to a she, and. But I feel like that that should be established. Were you talking for? A few that was years? nowhere on that person's bio or anything. Like no. nowhere. <laughs> so you're right. So maybe I, I did get legit catfished. That kind of sucks. Now that I look back. Unless okay. it was like you were open to anything option, maybe you didn't know. Uh, now when I came home and I. I took a shower and stared into nothingness for 20 minutes. Um, I did check the app to make sure, like, Jesus, what did I sign up for? Um, and I did put, I am a dude looking for a woman. So. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, so that, then, you know, as it's fair, but, you know, um, it, I feel like it should have been established in the talking stages before meeting. Oh, yeah. Because, you know. I mean, maybe, right? Like. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't want to go. Shadow. Yeah, I would. Uh, I wouldn't want to go same. like, and I'm sure Chris, you're 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 getting married now. But if you were single, you'd feel the same way. You wouldn't want to go on a date with someone who didn't like pets or something, right? Like you want to know that shit before you waste your time. Oh yeah, I'm establishing there's, those. Uh, there's those some. Before yeah, yeah. Okay, Kyle, give us before we before we end the show, give us one more good <laughs> or horrible. <laughs> story oh man let us laugh at your <laughs> dating failures is it, what it, we're it, asking you it, it is failure um oh, i'm trying to you know, put me on the spot here uh did i tell the one on air about the cocaine no that that no. you told us that in private yeah okay i don't know if i want to do it kind of be a cop out because you guys have heard it already no, go ahead. But it's not for us. Yeah. That's a that's a hilarious. I mean, this was way back in the day when I finally had the balls to ask this girl out and I pick her up at her house, right? And before we go do whatever we were gonna do, she's like, Hey, I need to stop and see my brother real quick. I'm like, Okay, you know, because I didn't really care. And uh, I was like, well, where is he? You know, like, where does he live? And she was like, oh, just turn around. I do a U-turn. There's this dude walking down the sidewalk. That's her brother. He, uh, he he was a couple years older. He had his own place. And she, like, gets out of the car, you know, does, like, a ninja roll out of the car <laughs> to snort cocaine off her brother's fucking hand. And I'm like, that didn't, I didn't just, like, I didn't just witness that. Um, but I did, and she got back in my car, you know, all right, I'm ready, but first, and before she finished that statement, my window's down, her brother's just totally strung out, gives me a fist bump, and I'm like, hey, Jesus, right, so then we head on down the road, she's like, hey, can I go see my ex real quick, uh, he's my weed guy, I'm like, fuck, sure, right, I mean, geez, this, this can't be bad at all, did I tell you guys this part? I don't think so. 
Yeah, so th- this is the shit kicker of the whole thing. So she wants to go see her ex to get her weed, and I'm like, okay. Jeez, what a weird day. So I pull into this see couple her blocks. Ex on your date. On yes. your date, she's already bumped cocaine, and now she wants to go see her ex, which right, is well, her. Which is she her ninja rolled to bump cocaine, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, she, <laughs> ninja she rolling a, to bump cocaine. Dude, she did she a tactical ex dealer. Right, she did a tactical SWAT team rolling exit <laughs> out of my SUV. Like, she was serving a warrant, and it couldn't wait. So she, like, I mean, I wasn't even at a complete stop, and she was nose deep in powder. And I'm like, this wow. shit, what the fuck? That stuff is coke is a crazy drug. So I pull in this driveway, this pretty nice house, and uh, it was like a Subaru that he drives. And I'm like, okay. So she goes in, and it's 15, 20 minutes before she comes back out. She's slightly disheveled. So I'm not dumb. I know what happened. And I was, she was like, all right, I'm good to go now. Let's go see a movie. And I'm like, Wait. did you get your – go ahead. They had sex? I'm getting there. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, she's disheveled. So, yes, they did. Um, so, I'm like, yeah, you know, so we, we're going to, our plan was just go to the theater. Whatever's playing, we're going to watch it, right? So, which was a fun thing to do back in the day. I'm old. So, that was a thing we used to do. And I'm like, well, did you get your weed? And she says, yeah. And I said, did you have a good time? She was like, what do you mean? I said, you, well, you, you banged the guy, right? She was like, no. I said, you have a condom wrapper half open in your pocket. <laughs> she was like, oh, what? yeah. <laughs> so we went to a movie, and I took her home. Oh, you went to the movie? I would have dropped her ass off. I, I know. I, I'm so stupid. Right? <laughs> and I just said I'm not stupid. But that just I, – I, I go with the flow. Even if the flow That's is not up, a good up. flow to go. No, with. it's not. <laughs> but I, I understand. I understand where you're coming from. I'm the same type of way. You would not do that. <laughs> and, and at the time, like I had a flip phone, so I couldn't even, you know, I'm sitting in this parking lot. A flip phone. What you, this was like 2001. This was 2004. Three, four. Oh, this is a while back. I was a senior in high school. You were a senior in high school in 2004? Yes, I'm old. I told you. I'm old. (laughs) I graduated in 2005. Oh, okay. We're we're all pretty old. So, yeah, I mean, it was a good, like, I mean, she, she, see, the thing was, like, that was a Saturday, and the day before, and she was in my English class, and I finally got the balls, because we sat next to each other all. you knew her. Yeah, I knew her in class, and that was it. So this was this this wasn't from a dating app. No, no, okay. I didn't know. This I, was I just, just another crazy dating. scenario. Yeah, it's all been crazy. Man, and then three years later, I met she who shall not be named, and then we got the yeah, the dark one, dark lord. But I'm not going to go into that. Wait, you well, guys graduated like 2004, 2005? Yeah. Yeah, I was 04. So I'm the 05. oldest one on the pot. I don't even want to say when I graduated because now I feel like ancient. <laughs> well, we, we established that. Did you graduate before Y2K? <laughs> no. <laughs> I will tell you this, and I'm not, I swear to God, I've already fucked up once. And I, if, we, if I destroyed the show, I apologize. I didn't mean anything by it. And I don't mean anything by this, but I think women 
age better than men. Oh, yeah, absolutely. In certain scenarios, yeah. They're designed yeah. to be like, I do they're not designed mean to that. longer. Yeah, I do not mean that in any I just think that you know, like like something you see like a forty year old dude, he looks fucking busted. You know <laughs> what I mean? A lot of times. And just I mean it's it's just different, right? I, I don't mean anything bad by that. I'm just being honest. No, it's your honest opinion. Yeah. I mean, I graduated in two thousand and one. That's not bad, so I mean it's it's We're all around the know, same age. I mean, yeah, okay. Well, whatever. I get a little upset, but I'm I'm living. At least it, it was after Y2K. I think that that's I think that that's a big deal. What? What? What's the big deal? If, if I graduated I mean, like after if you graduated in the '90s, and yeah, it would be like, hey, wow, okay. I'm kidding. I'm this is kidding. Like on the cusp. <laughs> I am on the cusp. But you're not though. It was like June matter. 2001. So if right, it so was if it was one year before that, God, yeah, cusp, now we got now we got to talk. Now we got yeah, cusp and a half is where you were. But I think, uh, and I apologize because again I fucked up. But uh, timing sake on this one. If I wrap this one up. <laughs> Yeah, we wrap this up. Um, I, I think like and we're at like one one hour, a little over. And a fun fact about me, since you all have great dating app stories and I have none, is that I, and we were talking about it before, and they think it's hilarious. I can't burp. Never was able to burp in my life. I'm sorry. <laughs> so it's so weird. It's so weird. It's, it's got to be a diagnosed medical condition, right? Is there a name for it? Is there a term for it? I believe there is, but I've never told any of my doctors, really. So I mean, that's something that needs to be addressed, especially. Well, <laughs> that's something that needs to be addressed. Especially what? I mean, that could really lead to, that could possibly lead to major health issues down the line. I've lived 37 fucking years not being able to burp, and every time I go for blood work or anything, I'm healthy as fuck. Yeah, right now, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. I, I mean, that's something that a doctor would need to know. I have, you know, this issue. I get these stomach pains. I, I, you know, I, that's something that needs to be at least checked out to an extent. I feel like. Well, I mean, you know, my blood work came out good and that's really all that it is. I don't, I mean, I, you're going to make me like look it up again. I haven't looked it up in years, but I got to look it up again. It's, a, it's a crazy. It's kind of crazy. Like I didn't know that was. Possible. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't even know that was possible. I didn't recognize it though. Actually, until maybe I was a teenager and you my heard voice, other kids burping. Well, my sister always burped. <laughs> Sorry, Jen. My sister was like a like consistent burper, <laughs> and I just couldn't. But I never thought anything of it. And some people say it could be anxiety and stress, which is true, but. Um, like my boyfriend was just like 
burping all the time when I was a teenager and I would just be like, you're so fucking gross. And he'd be like, how come you don't burp? And I'm like, fuck, I don't know. (laughs) You make a good point. I never burp. And, uh, you know, I just never have. And I'm in the rare minority, I suppose. But that's also why I don't drink soda. Mm. I can't. Like, uh, but it really bothers yeah. me if I drink yeah, soda. Yeah, carbonation, carbonation makes people burp. And right. you can't, if you can't physically do it, God knows what it's doing to you inside yeah. of you. Yeah. So that's just my little fun fact because I have no dating stories. I have... A boring, I guess. Wait, wait, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. So I don't know if you asked your parents this ever, but like you never burped when you were a child, like like after they fed you milk or whatever. And they no, tried I to did. Burp my you, mom, like... my mom said I did. So this is something that as I got older, it just never happened. Okay. Well, okay. It was, I don't think it's, a big deal like I, I think I've looked it up and I don't think it was anything I think it's just like some people just don't have that do you ever feel that that sensation that like it's sitting there at all you just can't physically make it happen yeah yeah and I'll like have to like fake burp but it does fucking nothing for me my son's like what did you just do <laughs> like... <laughs> what, what noise are you making can you wait can you can you do the noise for us no no I can't because like, I have to actually <laughs> feel it it's like a you know how like a deaf person, they they don't they can't hear and they they you know they try to speak and but they they speak in this weird you know like it's got a it's got a I don't know they, they can't speak words because they never heard words before so but they they have yeah, the ability so, to speak so it, you're burping is it similar to that to where like you I have this guess. weird like the most offensive like person on this episode. <laughs> I think so because my son just looks at me like, what the fuck? Like, and he's always like, mom, you don't burp. And I'm like, I know, I don't burp. I can't, I don't have the capability. Um, <laughs> please, please give us, please give us a, a, a rendition of what you do. I don't, I have do, to know. Like, I don't do really anything. Like, I try to stay away from anything that would give me any type of acid reflux or, um, anything carbonated so coffee doesn't make you burp and I only drink coffee and water so I mean like it's when I drink us I'll drink a sip of soda like if we go to Taco Bell or something and um I feel it but it goes away I I don't know retrograde cricopharyngeus dysfunction did you just look it up R hyphen CPD. People who cannot release air upwards are miserable. Is that what it says? That's literally that's <laughs> lary, laryngopedia. What the, that's what it miserable. says after. The, <laughs> that's what it says. That's the next sentence. <laughs> what the hell? Oh god. I don't know if this is like I. I just literally just typed up can't burp and this is what happened. So. <laughs> <clears throat> I think oh. that's a great way to end this show with Chris oh. looking at my and diagnosing me as miserable. Um, you should you should type that on WebMD, see what kind of crazy shit you get off of there. Yeah, stage so four terminal shit. cancer is what yeah, exactly. WebMD would say. Yeah, yeah. that's you know, what. Leprosy. I mean. You got. You ever looked on WebMD? It's like I sneezed today, and they're like, "You're dying." 
dead. You're dead. You'll be dead in a day. Like by the time yep. you finish reading this article, you'll be dead. Yep. WebMD That's every time. Yeah. yeah no. Definitely. No, no. That, please do that. Please look it up on WebMD. I want to see what it tells you. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, that's the that's the show. <laughs> wow. All right. So I guess maybe we'll talk more. Let, I'll I'll look it up and see what I find, and then we'll dive deeper into that next week because I want to know if anyone else has the same issues as me. Yeah, we well, make a support group. <laughs> I'm curious. <laughs> The non-verber support group. So we'll be back next week with uh, episode seven. So see you guys then. Bye. Bye.